Hey guys, uh, it's Thursday and it's late. I know, normally I release these at five or six and today I did not. I did not have anything ready today. Um, I That was on me. I definitely procrastinated on this one and that was my fault. So I just wanted to apologize for, for my, my audience, to my audience for for wasting their time in that um, and for not being able to uh, stay consistent. And so I'm gonna do, my, do better next time. Um, but uh, today I had uh, a little bit of a thing. I, I, every Thursday morning, I actually have a meeting, um, uh, self-development or uh, leadership or whatever you want to call it kind of meeting. It's been very valuable to me. And uh, today, uh, it, we, 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 we look at the book called uh, The 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth by John Maxwell. And I've been talking about John Maxwell a lot in this. And so if you're getting sick of him, I'm sorry. Um, today, it's going to be specific, very, very specifically on what he has to say. So um, if uh, that that doesn't uh, appeal to you, you can turn it off. That's fine. Uh, I always believe people can vote by listening or not. Um, and so that's what you guys can do. Um, but today, uh, there was a few questions I felt like uh, I wanted to ask based on what he said in the law of contribution. And um, and so uh, one of the one of the questions or one of the things I wanted to do is, is let everybody else kind of hear those questions and see what their what is kind of happening in their brain or what I guess what they think on the subject. Uh, and again, this is going to be another mini sode, so it's not going to be a very long one. Uh, it's only going to be about max fifteen minutes. So, um, so when I uh, one of the, the first question, um, a first question that came up right away, is, and a lot of these questions are very 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 connected. So you'll kind of feel like you're hearing the same answers over and over again. It's different. So I'm hoping you'll be able to understand or you'll be able to. Um, listen to the subtlety of the difference a little bit in some of the answers, um, and that'll be able to t add value. If not, again, you can vote by listening or not, and that's fine by me. Um, what is uh, so? What is your underlying desire in life? Is it self fulfillment or self development? And that's the first question. And so, first, I want to define both those things. Self fulfillment uh, is uh, is what what makes you feel good. So, again, another way to uh, ask the question is: Are your efforts designed to make you feel good, or or, or to make you your best? Um, and so, one of the things I know that um, that uh, we as people, and, and again, during this time period of the, the virus and all this stuff that's going on, um, there's there's a so much, uh, so much, there's, there's a difference. There's kind of a, a bit of a change in how things are done, but I think we can still ask this question. And I think that we can still um, still add value to ourselves through this, through asking this question and through answering honestly to ourselves and to maybe others, if we, if we want to have a little bit of discussion with others about this. Um, is one of the things you can do is, um, is so self-fulfillment thinks about what makes me happy. Self-development is, uh, what, what can I do to make myself better? What can I do to make myself the best? Um, uh, so that's, that's, a that's, I guess for me, I've found that, uh, lately this year, especially has been just a huge this year, uh, and maybe a little bit before, before the beginning of this year, um, just has been a huge, um, turning point in what I have been focusing on in my life. Um, and so uh, I've been really noticing a lot more things as I change my focus from just focusing on me um, to actually focusing outward and seeing what other people are doing and what other what 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 is going on in other people's life because I was man I was struggling with so much selfishness before before this and I mean I'm not I'm still struggling with it but now now I found ways to overcome it a little more and things like that and um, that's been a huge value to my life. Um, 
And so my efforts lately, um, I've been trying to find ways, again, um, if, if you guys know my situation, I don't necessarily have a huge income. I don't necessarily have, again, I'm on EI, I'm, I'm kind of unemployed right now, um, but I felt like there's, there's got to be other ways that I can add value to others that is not just monetary, that is not just money. And so I've been trying to, I've, as, that's part of the reason, that's where this podcast came out of too, is just trying to find ways I can add value to others without having money. Um, podcasting is free, um, and people have been able to give me gifts in in at Christmas times and things like that. So um, when I get back home, I'll be able to do it on on my fancy mics again, and I'll be able to do it on my fancy all my fancy stuff, and that'll be really good. Um, and so, what? Yeah, I guess that that's that's been that's been valuable to me. People have been adding value to me to help me to add value to others. And I talked about this in the last podcast too. The more people add value to me, the more that more that makes me want to add value to others and makes me want to just like just push forward and strive forward and strive to be just the best I can be. And so through people donating to me as well through this, this, this time, um, I have found just a tremendous amount of boost and desire and passion to just push forward in adding value to others too. And, and I've been super, super grateful. I've been having just been so grateful for the amount of things God has given me. And I think that that's been, that's been um, something that just drives me forward too, and I'm a passionate person, and so when people get me get me driven, uh, I just makes me want to go hard, and that's been really, really. I love that feeling, that feeling of being passionate. I love that feeling of being passionate about something, and that feeling that comes with that. Um, and so that's been really, really good for me. And so um, one of the things also um, is one of the questions I also want to ask is, is your goal to be successful or to achieve significance? And again, um, I've been trying to find ways to, uh, oh, and one of the things you, I actually should should uh, say right away is to, um, I think there's a both and comp- compartment to this. Um, being su- successful, um, let's say just mon- money-wise, um, can help you. Again, if you, you got to, looking at money the proper way is, is super important. And so uh, just like I talked about in, I think I think it was the second podcast I talked about how um, there's the there's a lot of people who take that verse out of context. Uh, money is the root of all evil. The love of money is the root of all evil. And then the actual verse is, "For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil." Um, and what I want to say about that is, it's that love of money that's the that becomes the problem. It's that love of money. It's that love of it's putting that money on that pedestal as the thing to to strive for um, that that becomes the problem. And so. When you're striving for that, you're never going to be happy. You're going to you're never going to have enough. It'll never feel like enough to you. And that's and that's why that's why a lot of that that's why what happens what that's why what people who who get rich and then all of a sudden feel depressed because they feel like they've gone as high as they can and there's nothing left. There's nothing past that. And so one of the things that I want to I don't know what I want to what I wanted to kind of look into in that is that I I just wanted to to say that. When it comes to your goal being successful or to achieve significance, I think there's a both-end compartment to this or or, um, way of viewing this is um, you can look at money as a tool to be significant. I still think you should be able to try – you should still strive to be significant outside of the money because I don't think you need money. You don't need to be successful to be significant, but – but when you are when you strive for significance, I think you'll find that you 
you your your definitions of success either changes so that you actually do become successful or you actually or you find that you you end up becoming successful in the way that you then you you thought was successful in 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 the beginning and so what i just want to say about that is just that um is your goal to be successful or to achieve significance i think you can do both and i think that people who strive to be successful in um in let's say their career wise, and I'm talking from from my point of view, um, my point of view in in the brain space I'm at is I'm aiming for a career. I'm aiming to be successful in that. I I do um I I I will fully admit I want to be rich and I want to strive for that, but not for the not for the sake of being rich, not for the sake of just having all that I want. Uh, that'll be that 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 like I would really like that, but that's not what I'm striving for. I'm really striving for. To become wealthy, first of all, again, like I said, to make a return on the investment people have made in me, um, to make that uh, like a return on on that investment has been huge for me. A huge desire of mine is to do that, and so and and through that, I've just really, really wanted to to become someone who who ha- who strives for that, who who, who strives to. Um, invest into others, and I feel like uh, God has been leading to a lot of op- a lot of opportunities to be able to do that, uh, and I've been super grateful for that. And so I think that's just one of the things I also wanted to just point out to you today, guys. Um, there's there's so much happening in the world that's that feels very negative. There's so much happening in the world that that feels just uh, yuck, yuck, yuck. And again, I think that. There's different habits you can get into to help yourself not feel that way, like not watching too much news. I know, I understand looking at the news uh, um, at least twice a day is, is pretty important just considering the times that are going on, but but dwelling on it and constantly just watching it forever and forever and forever, you can use, easily go on Google, read some headlines, read a few things, um, and then you've gotten your news and you don't need to dwell on that for too much longer. Um, but um, there's also like that, that's, that's one way I, I could recommend to people is not dwelling too much on the news. Um, but another way you can do it is if you, um, if you pay attention to, so if you pay attention to what, what kind of people you're surrounding yourself with and what you, what you spend your time on. For me, uh, I have no, I was always, I was always struggling with how many negative people there was on Facebook. And so I thought to myself, well, what can I do to change that? And I, I was, as I was thinking about it, I was like, well, I can be a positive person on the internet. I can be someone who, who adds positivity to the internet. Um, and so for me, I've been able to have conversations with people, even with people I disagree. And I feel like I, at least for me, I come out of there positive and I feel like uh, I, every time I've had a debate with a few people is I've been able to compliment them um, because I feel, not because I just want to find something to compliment them just to shut them up. No, I actually, I've seen the value in them. Um, there's some very smart people out there who disagree with me and I'm okay with that. Um, when it comes to a lot of that stuff, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the way things have been that, that people out there who are smart disagree with me because I know people who are smart on both sides. And I can honestly say they're both smart um, on on both sides of the equation um, who disagree with each other. And that's fine. I, I think that too many people automatically, and again, this has been this has been uh, a culture thing too, in, in my opinion, from from what I've, what the, where I've grown up from and things like that, 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 that that has surrounded me that people who disagree with you, you automatically get this, this like this weird picture of them that they're either inhuman of some kind. So you can justify calling them names and calling them stupid and just dehumanizing them in different ways. But when it comes to, when it comes to like, they're still people in my opinion. So you, you got to look at them still as people, but also when it comes to people who disagree with you, a lot of people look at them and think, Oh, they must just be dumb. That's the only reason they could possibly disagree with me. And that's a very narrow minded way of looking at things in my opinion. Um, I think you need to be able to look at it, look at it in in the ways of 
well, this person disagrees, disagrees with me. Um, maybe they have a different perspective. Maybe they have different ways of looking at things. Um, maybe there's, there's just, there's a whole bunch of maybes that surround that, that comes out of, that comes out of that, that looking at things in a different perspective than just, um, people must be dumb if they disagree with me. And that's, that's, I think that's a very poor way of looking at things. Um, but, but I think that when you look at things in ways of, man, these people are really smart. They disagree with me and we're able to have a phenomenal discussion and that's been really good and really added value to my life having the discussion has really added value to my life um and so that's been really valuable to me um and so i think that that when you when you're looking at this um in this this is a whole i think that um one of the, one of the thing one of the the last question i think i want to ask as part of this is are you trying to achieve so you can feel happy or are you trying to put yourself in a place to help others win um, and so when you come to the, come to the perspective of have it, looking at it, looking at it from not just to make yourself happy, but looking, helping others win. And again, you can also argue that helping others win makes you happy. I, I would argue that very, that, that, that is very true. Um, but when it comes to, um, putting myself in a place that I can help others win, or at least add value to their, their life in some way. That, that to me, that applies even to people who I disagree with and even people who um, might consider me their enemy. I think there's there's so many ways I can add value to people. And I think that people don't realize how many ways there are to add value to people. And I think that's part of the reason I wanted to do this is um, just I wanted to to talk about different ways you can add value and add significance um, and and have that, that, important, that important stuff in your life. And so during this time, guys, I encourage you to help encourage others. I encourage you to find things, genuine things, that you can encourage others with instead of stomping on them, instead of just pushing them down because they disagree with you. Um, even the people, okay, so here's the thing that I've been struggling with a little bit too, is people who uh, who have been, who have hoarded things, um, automatically, um, they're getting ripped on so hard by everybody. And yes, do I agree that they, sh- they shouldn't have hoarded things? Maybe, but when it comes to acting out of fear, everybody's acting out of fear. And so different people have just acted out of fear in different ways. And it just so happens that the people who have hoarded things have acted out of fear in that way. And so what happens is people who have ha- acted out of fear in other ways by getting angry, by by just like yelling at the people who have hoarded things, they're just acting out of fear too. And so everybody's just acting out of fear. Everybody's just acting out of this this, this fearful desire in them that th- something's going to go wrong and, it's, and they're trying to point the blame. They're trying to point p- at people. They're trying to make themselves feel better by putting other people down. It's a, te- it's a typical bully term it's really it's a very childish thing to do um so i want to encourage people to stop like stop pointing at people who who have done some of this this, all you hoarders they're a bunch of stupid idiots blah 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 and just it's really not helpful that's not helping anybody um what you can do instead is hey guys um if you are able to i would encourage you to donate toilet paper to this and this and this. And then also the people who, who, who have toilet paper, who have maybe hoarded some of the whole toilet paper, or the sand, sand, hand sanitizer, um, they, they think instead of people just attacking them right away, they, they look at it and think, oh yeah, I could, I actually have this now. Um, uh, maybe I made a mistake in getting this, or maybe, you know, maybe this is just a, a fear driven, but now instead of acting out of fear, I can actually act out of courage, out of love, um, out of, adding value to others and just say, Hey, you know, I gathered a whole bunch of this stuff. How about I give it away? How about, um, I, you know, this, this, I, I, you, you need, you're in need. How about I give this to you? And just having that shift of perspective. Um, I think it could really help, um, change, um, the, the way people look at things. And the reason I say that is because there's too many, there's too many times where I, in my life have thought that, um, it's, it's, again, I don't know if you want to look at the carrot versus the stick, 
um, method or, you know, um, I don't know if anybody knows what that means, but uh, you can either encourage a donkey with the stick or you can encourage, or, or the, you can encourage the donkey with the carrot. Um, in my opinion, the carrot will work 90%, 99% of the time more than the stick will. Um, and there's too many people who are just wielding a stick ready ready to, to whack anybody they disagree with, ready just to hit people over the head, uh, ready just to just to really put people down and, and hurt people um, to make themselves feel better or to maybe try and change them. And in my opinion, from my experience, and I know I'm only 27, but I feel like the experience I've had with some of the stuff has been has been pretty large. If you're trying to to get people to do what you want by hitting them with a stick, I guarantee you that's not going to work very well. I guarantee you that you'll even if you do get them to do what you want for a little bit, there's constant resentment, and from resentment will come rebellion and things like this. And so you won't get lasting change. But um, when I have, what I found too is um, even when talking to people, instead of um, and I've been struggling with this huge because uh, if anybody knows me and they've talked to my wife a little bit, they know that I have been um, I'm someone who kind of nitpicks, and I, that's something I struggle with lots is. I nitpick at things and I'm like, ah, oh, no, you, you, you know, just, I just constantly pick at things constantly and nothing's ever good enough for me if you, if, to, for me, a lot of people feel like, and I, I don't want that. I don't like that, but that's something I've been struggling with and something that I've been tr- struggling to change. But even with changing, changing, let's say my dog, when it comes to training my dog, my dog responds much better to treats and training, training her with treats than she does to me, me um, punishing her. And when it comes to punishment, she, she just starts cowering and starts, and nothing ever happens. Nothing good ever comes out of me punishing her, it seems. Um, and, uh, do I think that there's a time for, for punishment or discipline? I think there's discipline is much better. Same when it comes to children. I haven't had, uh, children that have grown up past, past, um, past a year and a half because Griffin's only a year and a half right now. But, um, from my experience with, uh, with teaching middle school, Kids respond way better to encouragement. Kids will respond way better to you uh, encouraging them to do something and giving them and and like telling them how good of a job they've done than to just punishing them. Because um, I've uh, I've I remember there was a when I was in uh, servant leadership training at Rose River, uh, we were taught uh, something that I've I've taken with me for that I've 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 had to relearn over and over again, but. Um, it takes, according to a study, I can't remember where the study was or what the study was. You'd have to look it up. And if I'm also false, you guys can tell me. I, I trust that you guys will give me an honest opinion. But according to the what, if I remember this correctly, um, it takes five, five um, positive things to equal out one negative thing you say to someone. Um, and I don't know if that number is even actually higher than that. In my opinion, it's higher than that. I would say it takes 10 to 1. Um, but it takes, so whenever you say one negative to someone, imagine that you have just taken away the good of all of 10 times you've said a a good thing to them. And I think if you look at that from that perspective, you'll start seeing, and again, I feel like that's true on so many different levels. Uh, and there's too many people, again, the left versus the right, just mudslinging, constant mudslinging at each other. And the more you keep on mudslinging at each other, the more you're still going to get dirty. Because when you when you sling mud, you still have to get your hands dirty. And as you sling the mud, there's still going to get dirt on you. And there's just so much more that, that, that I mean, that analogy can break down with other things. But I'm just saying that, that, that when, you, when you, and you're constantly in this mudslinging battle... You're just constantly trying to get get a one up on each other, and the only the only value you find is you find the only value you're, you 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 end up finding is when you get a one up on someone, and that's not a very good way to value to 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 look at things, in my opinion. Um, and so I think that when it comes to when it comes to that, uh, I think that actually um, 
people people should start realizing a little bit that that what they do actually has consequences too. Even if they're even if it's their their enemy, um, I would say that that's a bad idea of a bad way of looking at things. Um, and so I think that people should uh, should pay attention a little bit to um, how they do things now too, um, when it comes to um, when it comes to um, mud slinging, when it comes to when it comes to um, having a different opinion than thin people, um, your best bet, in my opinion, is even when debating them, is to have a proper perspective on on how to um, on how to go about talking to them. You're never going to get them. You're, you're like, I, in my opinion, you'll never get people to change what they believe, but you'll be able to give them a better perspective, or maybe give them a perspective from where you're coming from. And in my opinion, that's just as valuable. Um, changing people's opinion, it's next to impossible, but when it comes to changing, uh, changing how people view you and how they listen to what you say, if you're able to get them to respect you, um, all of a sudden they'll be able to consider things a little more. They'll be able to consider, um, they'll be able to consider a few more things, uh, rather than automatically just jumping to conclusions, uh, ra- automatically rather than just being someone who who is against them constantly, they'll be able to see you and view you in the light of someone who actually has something valuable to say and actually cares about me. And again, there also comes there. There was also a quote I remember from the book John and John Maxwell talks about um, people who you lead aren't necessarily looking at. They're not looking at where you're going. They're not looking at what the what your vision is. They're looking at do you care about them? Do you care about about? They they look at you and think, do you care about me? And if you if they don't feel like you do care about them, um, there's there's plenty of studies that can back this up. If people don't feel like you care about them, your leadership becomes very very ineffective. And I can say that with very certainty with very with high certainty. You can be the boss of people, but it doesn't mean you're going to be leading people. And if they don't think that you care, you're not being their leader. You're just being their boss. Um, and I think that that's another thing that that comes. Um, there's a there's plenty of stuff that that comes out of that as well. So, uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for for always being there, guys. Um, I know it's been a little rough having these mini sods, but um, thank you so much for for joining me, guys.